Behind the Game with PJ with Priscilla Joseph on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome back. Behind the Game with PJ. 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. That song always gets me so hype. Hi, hi. Rebecca Pearson in the last segment was fantastic. Oh my God, she's amazing. She did I love great her. Great job with you asking some great questions. I felt like I was on an interview. Answers, <laughs> look, she has that. She power. interviewed me on my she, own show. Look, she has that. Look, <laughs> she has that DP that's, like it's that thing. Pearson thing, man. I Seriously, you, I, I don't know. I it's don't a know. Pearson thing. You can't. Y'all set me up every time. It's a setup every time. You start talking to one of them, and all of a sudden, you're telling them your life story. It was my whole life story. And you're just like, wait a minute. What just happened? I asked you about 20 Wait, listen. That's how I was in the bathroom. I was like, I just like... You're like I, I asked Talked you about, about my entire I asked life. you about printer paper, and I was telling you about my childhood trauma. Wait, where? How did I get here? What is going on here? They have that power. It's crazy. But they're great. They're, they're I want to know what they're drinking they are that makes that happen. Who have given us this opportunity? And I really appreciate them. Yes, and the Pearsons are the best. You want to talk about women in power? Women empowerment. Look, if you want to talk about uh, a powerful woman. Listen, Re- me and Pearson. Rebecca are going to take over Ooh. Lincoln, Nebraska. You want to talk about a powerful woman? We taking over. I'm telling you, we. I'm forewarning Lincoln, Nebraska. Don't. You better be careful. I'm coming in, <laughs> and we're going to take over. My daughter would hate me if I said, like, she heard me that, heard me do that. She, she says like I have song. an awful voice. Hey, that's what my daughter says to me, too. But guess what? Whenever we sing in the they car. They don't know their children. Whenever I sing in the car, I go, does daddy have a good singing voice? And she goes, no. And I'm like, oh, well, damn. No shade. No like, shade. Okay. okay, Ellie, baby, but whatever. All right, what's what's up? What do we, what do we got going on? Again. Hit us up, 402-464-5685. Talk to us. Hanum Lincoln Hotline. Sorry to him in text line. Sandman460 says, happy Cinco de Mayo. Happy Cinco de Mayo, Sandman. Sandman, you're the best. He always tunes in. I love him. Shout out Sandman. Yo, shout out Sandman. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. Join us. Shoot us a a, a comment. We'll throw it up on the stream. Everybody can see how nice you're being. Also, everybody can see how mean you're being if you're going to be mean. So be careful. I will throw it up on the stream. But anyways, we're not I being mean. I digress. This is this is PJ show. That's right. We're not being okay, mean out here at all. No, we're very great people. And actually, so we we're talking about we're talking about women in sports. I just I was watching the television right above uh, yep. us, NFL Network on Mother's Day. I think it said 2 p.m. They are going to have a I don't remember exactly what it was called, but it's about the women of the NFL. So Ooh. the women referees. The, the women coaches that they have, you know, you have, I think, San Francisco, the Jets, the, the Seahawks, the right? Seahawks. Um, there was another, I, I think, the 49ers. Yeah. Um, maybe the Giants. I, there, there are a couple of NFL teams with, with women coaches, like, on their coaching roster. Like, not like, you know, backup assistant to the assistant. Like, on the, the staff. Full-time. Like, like, full-time assistant coaches or, like, you know, one rung below assistant coaches who are actually. What in year there, do you think we're going to get our first assistant coach in college? Ooh, I don't know. How I come NFL is doing it? 
that is that is that is kind of weird. Normally, well, for a while, for a while, the NFL would do what college football was doing. So like yeah. the offenses and mm-hmm. stuff that the, that college was doing, the NFL would do. Right. But now it's kind of switched where the NFL is being more yep. upfront and more forward with some of the things that they're doing. Washington DP just texted there you go. one of his one of his uh, former players from the DC Divas, I believe, and I think I think he actually. Almost all of the assistant coaches that are women in the NFL are from the D.C. Divas. Oh. And he says there are women assistant coaches in college. Do we have any names? I, any I, schools? Have, I want to see. I can I look want, it up right now. I didn't know that. I didn't either. I'll look it up, though. Um, I'm curious. I would love to talk to a college assistant coach. Um, so at Brown University. Okay. Okay. Callie or Heather Marini promoted to quarterbacks coach, becoming the first female position coach. This was in 2020. Okay. She became the first women's position coach when she was a quarterbacks coach. We're slacking. uh, At Brown University. Brown. Yeah. That's amazing. I did not know that. Me neither. Michigan has, has a, has a female grad assistant. Okay. So yeah, there there are female. Okay, coaches. we're getting there. Now, if you were gonna say a female head coach, that that I don't know. No, I, I, don't. I, I always thought that that. But we uh, can have Becky male ha- softball Becky, coaches. Becky Hammond, who is now the head coach of the Las Vegas Aces and the WNBA. Shout out to Becky Hammond, the Las Vegas Aces. That's my that's my WNBA team. Um, I lost love Las Vegas. She she became the, the new head coach. Really. You didn't know that? I did not know that. She became the new head coach of the Las Vegas Aces. She was an assistant coach under Greg Popovich and the Spurs. And for the longest time, that. it was thought that she was going to be the first female head coach in the NBA. Uh, she was the first female, quote-unquote, head coach when Pop got kicked out of a oh, game. Oh, I remember that, and yeah. And she coached. They, people thought Tim Duncan was going to coach, but but she coached. So she was the first head coach. And I think she did it for Summer League as well, mm-hmm. you know, breaking barriers there. And she's yes. fantastic. The Spurs players have nothing but great things to say about her. And honestly, if Greg Popovich, who first ballot Hall of Famer, easily Hall of Famer head coach, um, sees sees that in her and believes that she could be his assistant That's a coach good and take over have. for him when he gets kicked out of a game or is suspended for a game. Like I don't, I don't understand why anybody else would think any differently. <laughs> right. So she had, you know, interviews when there were openings um, with the Trailblazers. I think for a while the Knicks were were looking. looking what do you her think way. would stop someone from hiring a female just, head coach? Just the fact that they're a female. Like that's, coaching that's a man, really, that's that's really or coaching it. Because men. if they're if 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 a woman is more than qualified, or if a woman is qualified, honestly, to be the head coach, to be an assistant coach for whatever sport, mm-hmm. I don't see why you wouldn't hire them. I don't under like the the only difference between a man that is qualified and a woman that is qualified is is two things. Either it's it's a woman or a man, mm-hmm. and if they played the sport, but even then. You have women playing football. You have women wrestling. You have women playing bas- basketball. You have women doing all of these other things. So I don't understand why you would think that they don't know the game to a certain level. If right. they're qualified to do it, they know the game at that level. Okay, so There's question. There's no reason not to hire them other than Absolutely. So question. Might not. Okay. Do you think a coach that did not play is less qualified than a coach that played? Male or female, like, does it really matter? But, like, in any sport. I don't think so. 
There's some people that would Why? disagree. There are some people that would disagree with me. I think if you again, if you're good enough to coach that sport, if you know that game, if you have enough knowledge of that game, it doesn't matter if you didn't play. Yeah, there are certain things that maybe you wouldn't understand because you didn't play. Like there are things that. But that that's why we have assistant players, coaches, right? Yeah, there are things that football players know at a at a higher level than than you know coaches who never played the game. But even then, coaches that never played the game have have an intimate amount of knowledge because they know they didn't play the game. So they have to study more. They have to be that much more ahead of people that have played the game because they understand the things that they don't understand. They know there are things that that being on the defensive side of the ball, you know, Jay Foreman, for instance, kill, like I, I think I would like to say that I know a decent amount of football. But when Jay Foreman talks about defensive, defensive, you know how defenses line up, or or the things he had to cover as a linebacker, or or the things he had to look for as a linebacker, or the fact the that he NFL wouldn't save college, you from the Lions Den, like like <laughs> that too. But but like all of those things, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I didn't think of any of that. Right. Like when he's talking about you know covering in the flat as a linebacker, but also you know this is your job to cover in the flat, but also you have to think, you know, if somebody if if somebody's coming across on a slant, you have to be mindful of that. You also have to watch the slant. And he was talking about, you know, the different zones that he has to cover in certain situations. I'm like, dude, I didn't even think about that. Like I just thought, you know, you cover in the flat, you're going to the flat. Mm-hmm. Like obviously you're gonna watch somebody that's that's running a slant. You might bump them a little bit, you know, pass them on to, to the next linebacker, but for the most part you're going to the flat, you're making sure the running back can't get that but he's going into all this detail and i'm like dude i i didn't know that i'd like to think i'm pretty knowledgeable but i didn't even think about that so and i, I played i mean i played football in high school but not to not to the same level as yeah. any of those guys so well just like are, when like i mean i'm gonna give you an example like when i have people like try to correct co- you know catching and stuff like that i'm like or like calling catchers calling a game right and i'm like okay so what what do you do if you call a pitch, but then the batter moves? What do you do then? And they're like, wait, batter move like right after you call? Yeah, you you can still you still have time to change the pitch or whatever. But it's just like different stuff like that that they don't wouldn't know unless they actually played. So yeah, no, I I get where he's coming from because not I I mean as an athlete I looked at coaches differently when I knew they didn't play because they never really understood an athlete right they understood the game but probably never really understood as as understood us as athletes because they didn't play that game and I and I, I get that to some to a certain degree but for me track and field is my thing that's that's my jam that's what I I love the most my best hurdle coach never hurdled. He, he, he never went over any hurdles. But the man understood it to such a high level yeah. that he broke down how many steps it should take gotcha. between each hurdle and the 300 hurdles to run a certain time. Okay. And he wasn't wrong. It was, it was this certain amount of steps yeah. to the first hurdle, this certain amount of steps to the second, third, fourth. He studied the game. He knew everything yeah. to a T he studied and it was amazing and again he, he was the best hurdle coach I ever had and he understood he never ran hurdles yeah. so he had to do something that many that, that maybe some other hurdle coaches didn't do he broke it down by steps yeah. he broke it down he, he studied it to such a high level that he knew exactly if you take this amount of steps you are going to run this time because right. if you take this amount of steps you are going 
this fast. If you take less steps, you'll go faster. If you take yeah. more steps, you'll go slower. It, it, it was perfect. That's crazy. So it's like kind of going back to the women. Like if you understand the game, you understand the game. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter if you didn't play because, again, you understand that you didn't play. You have to know things. Now, do you think it's like a know. bigger stigma because it's not like, okay, if I, I played basketball as a female, mm-hmm. I can coach men ba- ba- basketball, right? Yeah. But like as a female, it's hard. It's even harder to be like, I want to coach football because it's not like there's um, women like a football, you know, like there's not women's league. There are now. I mean, they're very few. No, not, but but I mean, it's, I mean they're, they're out they're there, big. but they're, I mean there's not a decent like, amount of them. There's, it's not it's like, not like it's they're accessible to. You know what I mean? Like not every state offers it. No. It's not like you have to find a flat. It. Yeah. Like if if I didn't know people that that played in those leagues i yeah. would i would have no idea exactly. about it aside so from i wouldn't what, know aside from what dp yeah. has told me about you know the dc divas and, and all that but i have i have a friend who plays i don't remember the team name but she plays for uh, a kansas city team she, yeah. she plays quarterback for a kansas city team she was a softball player growing up she, she played softball in college and now she's a quarterback for for a women's football league i had another friend who played for a different football league uh in ralston in 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 you know omaha but not omaha okay. so these leagues are there. You just have to pay attention. And it's it's not a bad product. Right. Like, these women play. These women yeah. hit. These women run. They throw. They catch. It's it's a good product. Okay. But, you, but if you don't know that it's there, sometimes you will never notice it. Absolutely. And, yeah, because I and, had And no that's idea. the problem because, again, you have women who played in, in those women football leagues who are now coaches in the NFL. And people say, oh, what do they know about football? They're women. Well, guess what? Those women can kick your ass. (laughs) Probably. That's not even a joke. Like, they will hit you. Yeah. So you you have to respect that. They know the game at a level that you, as just a fan who maybe played in high school, you're not going to understand that. They know. Just because they're a woman doesn't mean they don't know. I mean, it could be because, like, the ones I see on TV are, like, barely clothed. (laughs) And they're playing those football that, games. So that, you know what I mean? Like, the, I know that's yeah, like a whole thing. Like, the lingerie football league. And I think I mean, that even, it just I mean, creates such a stigma. Like, when you do, like, have these leagues that are like, we're football players. We play football. And then. But we're going to wear bikinis. But we're going to. Like, but why? Like, I get but, it. I mean, they, but do, like, they do still play football. They're still hitting. I mean, they are, but. I get it. We shouldn't be. Like something to sell. Let's just leave it at that. I get that. And we'll we'll come back with more of that. Okay. Up next on Behind the Game with PJ for our final segment.